powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Game Over Vancouver. Here on location at my favorite place, Monkey Nine Brewing. I'm actually here at the tail end of a watch party. And we could have wanted a better result. The Canucks lose 7-4 to the Winnipeg Jets, but I had about three dozen friends here that at least helped me make it through the entire game. So I'm so excited. I got producer extraordinaire Robert behind the scenes, making me look and sound good. I know that doesn't take too much work, but he's making me look and sound good. He's moderating the chat, and this is truly a team effort. So Robert, you know how much I appreciate you. Thanks for all of your good work. So Robert's work. Yeah, so Robert's running the stream, and then you, but you get to hear and see me. But Robert's taking care of everything behind the scenes. But before we get going, I'm actually going to bring in some guests here that are here at the meetup with me. Believe it or not, of the three dozen, a dozen stayed because they want to see what this whole thing about doing a show on location is all about. I believe it might be the first game over done on location. And if not, I'm just going to say that it is. But before we get going, think you know which way it's going to go. Make your bet with sports interaction whether it's hockey football or basketball sports interaction has you covered bet pregame live and play on one of our many prop bets sports interaction makes it easy to deposit play and cash out join now and see all that sports betting has to offer want to bet head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn the steve dangle podcast network that's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn 19 plus please play responsibly so friends, this is how I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk about the game for the first 10 to 15 minutes. That'll be segment one. Segment two, I'm going to bring in two or three people that are sticking around, that are loyal watchers of this channel, of my channel, and just get their impressions of the game. And then finally, the last five or 10 minutes, I will go into the chat and take some of your questions as well. So before we get going, as always, subscribe to this channel, SDPN, on YouTube. Follow them on Twitter as well. Like the video. If you're listening on a podcast platform, rate and review. And while you're at it, if you want to give Canuck Clay some love as well, I'm also here on YouTube at Canuck Clay and on Twitter as well. Okay, friends, let's talk about this game. Whether you're watching at home, whether you're in the arena, whether you're popping in and out of lists on Game Over Winnipeg, if you watch this game, you know that the Canucks simply they couldn't hold on. They couldn't even get a lead, let alone Hold on to it. This was a story of Winnipeg getting a two-goal lead, Vancouver coming back. Winnipeg getting a two-goal lead, Vancouver coming back. Then Winnipeg got a three-goal lead, and Vancouver simply couldn't come back from it. So let's talk about what I saw first, what my friends here at the watch party saw, and what you guys saw as well. When you look at the overall stats, it kind of looks good for Vancouver. They outshoot Winnipeg 38 to 27. They're even on the face-off circle. They actually get one power play goal, and they don't even take a single minor penalty. They don't need to take a major penalty. They don't take any penalties. You can wonder if the Canucks were aggressive enough, but they didn't take any penalties. They out hit Winnipeg 33 to 23. They out blocked them 13 to eight. And they only had four giveaways to 14 for Winnipeg. So if I told you all that and we covered up Vancouver, we covered up Winnipeg, I think you'd say likely the Vancouver Canucks should have won this game seven to four. So why didn't they? Well, I got two words for you. Kyle Connor. This guy's amazing. This guy is fast. This guy is skilled. This guy, he, he's a Canuck killer. Actually, that kind of goes with his alliteration. Canuck killer 
Kyle Connor, CKKC, whatever you want to say. He was so good. And he could have had a hat trick 10 minutes in the game. You guys might remember he scored the first two goals. I'll go over the goals very quickly. He go over, scores the first two goals. And then he actually had a chance to hit his hat trick just 10 minutes in. And one of my loyal viewers here, just incredible, he even looked at me and said, wow, Connor could have had a natural hat trick 10 minutes into the game. So Kyle Connor's first goal, um, just showing his speed. And and I can't remember, I can't remember how this one went in, but and I can't remember whose fault it was. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Ehlers actually centers it through Dermot and Miller's feet through their legs. Connor puts in one-nothing past Connor Dubé, who was to me a surprise starter. Then just one minute later, Connor scores again. Now, this one, it became, I think this one was the two-on-one. I can't remember. All these goals are are blurring for me. But now it's a, he's uh yeah, it was an Oliver Eklund Larson pinch, a poor pinch. And then becomes a two-on-one, I believe. And Kyle Connor scores again. Now it's 2 nothing for the Jets. JT Miller scores on a nice fight in front of the net. And then Jack Stamika scores on a nice tip-in. And you go into the first intermission tied 2-2. Not the way you want to get there giving up the first two, but at least you come back for the next two. Guess what? Second period, deja vu. Nick Ehlers goes around the net. Colin Dila playing too deep into his crease. Ehlers puts it over Delia's shoulder. 3-2, and then just three minutes after this, this one was a bad one. It was uh, Lowry sets up from behind his net. You kind of waits there for 10 seconds, sees how the Canucks defend or better accurately don't defend, up the gut, and then now it's a partial breakaway. It goes behind the net. Dermot Myers left staring at the puck. Barron puts it in the empty net. Now it's 4-2. Exact same thing happens when it takes up to halfway through the period. But then guess what? Horvat scores. Amazing. It's 29th goal of the season. Don't know what the Canucks are going to do with him, but that's a topic for another, another show. Horvat scores to make it 4-3. Great wrist shot, snapshot. And then Sheldon Dries tips it in. Second power play unit. And now it's 4-4. And we think if we can just get to the end of the second period tied, it's anyone's game in the third period. But, but I can't say this guy's name. I call him Johnson & Johnson. I don't think that's his name. I think it is Johnson Falby or something like that. Anyways, I always get confused when I see three names on the score sheet. He scores, and then with two minutes left in, in the second period, Winnipeg has a lead. And it was simply a lead that the Canucks couldn't back, come back. And you know what? The, the backbreaker goal, the Canucks get another power play in the third period. They don't really do well. And then it was a poor pinch by the second unit. Guys like Dries, and I think it was probably Bear or Ekman Larson. And then the Jets go on another two-on-one, a drop pass to DeMello. DeMello puts it over Spencer Martin. Game, set, match. The only thing left to know was, was Kyle Connor going to get his hat trick? Guess what? Kyle Connor got his hat trick. Canuck killer, Kyle Connor, CKKS. No, that's bad. CKKC does his job seven minutes in and seals the deal. The final score, seven to four now you guys i know i just went through all the goals and i had to do that because i had to it explains what type of game this was back and forth up and down although the canucks never held the advantage you also every time they tied it up you never felt they were completely out of it but that's kind of been the story of the canucks season just when you think they're gonna do well i.e get one game over 500 they lose the next three then they play a great game against colorado on thursday night dominating them, defeating the Stanley Cup champions 4-2, to two, and then they come out and they get down early to nothing. So 
I know many Canucks fans have been talking about, well, isn't this the year to, I can't say the T word, but T-A-N-K, is this the season to do it? And you look not just Connor Bedard, you look at all the other guys in the top five, top six. Yes, this might be the year, especially if you take one step forward and two steps back. Last uh, couple of things, Tyler Myers, minus three. Oliver Ekman-Larsen, minus three. If they are going to be your shutdown pairing, they need to be a lot better than minus three. Goaltending. I thought it should be Martin from the start, but then Delia played last game against Colorado. Martin's lost to Winnipeg. Delia's lost to Winnipeg. They go with Colin Delia. He only makes nine saves on 13 shots. Spencer Martin doesn't do much better. 11 saves on 14 shots. They, that doesn't add up. Yeah, it does. That's seven goals. So both guys combined save percentage of something a lot less than 900. That's all you need to know. And and Winnipeg, you've got to give them props. They are a big team. You see Dubois muscling Pedersen off the puck on the Connor, uh, Kyle Connor third goal. They are they are a big team. They are a fast team, i.e. Kyle Connor, Nick Ehlers. And they have the good goaltending. Even though my eyes lit up when it wasn't Connor Hellerbuck, Dave Riddich, yes, he's big save Dave, but that was from like three or four years ago. I wanted him to be no save Dave today, and he started kind of shaky. But in the end, he makes 34 saves on 38 shots. So, Canucks fans, that's what I saw from watching this game with some of my friends here. I want to bring in now some people who are watching the game with me. So I'm going to take a quick two-second pause to gather my breath to kind of officially end this first segment. And I'm going to bring a couple of people in first to talk about what they saw and how they're feeling about this team. So thanks again, Robert, for doing such a great job moderating, producing, all those things. I will get to some of your comments in the third segment, but let's get through uh, two or three people that I want to bring on for a few minutes each. The first person I want to bring on now is someone who made the trip all the way from Victoria. Now, if you don't know Vancouver geography, no, I'm going to let him tell the story. So Coach Rob, come on up here. This is a loyal viewer of not only SDPN game over, come on right up, okay. but also my channel. Rob, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Thanks and, for having me. Clay. And tell them your journey about this morning. How well, you got I here. got up at uh, around 6.30, and then I went um, to the ferry, and I got the ferry at, I guess I was on the 9 o'clock ferry. Yeah. But I had to leave my condo around oh, around 7.30. was like to get to the ferry yeah. around 8 o'clock. So up by 6.30, out by 7.30, 9 o'clock ferry, yeah. here by 11. You beat me here, actually. Yeah, here, so then yeah. I made you help me set up. Yeah, was... Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, thanks for letting me in a bit early. No, and I appreciate yeah. your support. Okay, your impressions of this game, first and foremost. I, I was like, so excited to be here. Like, for the first like period, I was just in awe of being with everyone. Yeah. But I thought they played, like, pretty good. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing. We did have that disallowed goal. Yeah. Right. And that was for the um, offside. Great point. Great right, point. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you heard me, Robert, rattle, rattle off all the stats. When you look at the stat sheet, the Canucks actually owned all the team stats. Right. Except yeah. for the, the goal. final score. Yeah. 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 Because was that they were down two nothing on three different times. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they came back and they, they did good. Okay. So I think it's one thing to talk about today's game. What more people want to know, Canucks fans are always talking about now. What do you think the Canucks should do for the second half of the season? Which direction should they go? Can they go? I think they should actually try to make the playoffs. Oh, really? Because we'll remember when the LA Kings won it, they knocked off Vancouver. Yep. That was 2012, and I think we were the number one seed going in. They were the number eight. And they were the the last team to qualify. Yeah. Right, and they, they won the cup. And same with the year St. Louis. Mm -hmm. They were down in the standings, and they came back. 
So you're of the belief that get in and anything can happen. Anything can happen, yeah. How, how about all those tantalizing players at the top of the draft class this year? Well, we're going to get a good one if it's Connor Bernard or, or whoever. And there's no guarantee that we'll get him. Right, right. Right? So there's no... So you're still team playoffs. Yeah. But I mean to say there's no guarantee he'll pan out. There's been number one picks before that haven't been... No, I'm with you. And I, I can admit I'm still team playoffs as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, we've got to make the playoffs. Awesome, Rob. Well, I appreciate you yeah. coming down, your effort. I know you're sticking around. You want to see how the show looks. Oh, and for sure, yeah. Kind of get fascinating tech yeah. set up and everything. That By the way, quite the thing, and like, go yeah. ahead and plug your channel because you do, oh, yeah. you do some good stuff. Um, if you go on YouTube and search some Coach Rob Willie, I'm W-I-L-L-E. I do Royals um, game reports and I do like um videos of my friend Shannon um, she's watching. Hi, Shannon. Yes. And and her cat likes to be on YouTube too. So we do cooking videos. Yeah, Char and... Charlie types very well for being yeah, a cat. Does, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I might do a little video when I go home about my journey over. Like that. <laughs> awesome. So Coach Rob Willie, W I L L E, yeah. Victoria Royals recaps. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Rob, thanks, okay. man. Thanks, thanks for being thanks here. For me on. I appreciate the good okay. effort and uh, stick thanks. around. I'll be done in about 15, 20 sure. minutes. We'll keep good. adding. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Yeah, thanks. thanks, Rob. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. And Rob is a very, very loyal viewer here at STPN Game Over, which is awesome. And of my channel as well. And you can see the dedication. He got up, I think, five hours before I did today and was on the road. And uh, we'll call him the MVP right behind Robert. Uh, maybe if your name is Robert or Rob, you are you're pretty important today. Uh, close, but an R. Yeah, Ricky. Come on up, Ricky. <laughs> now, uh, a quick story about Ricky, who I'm going to bring on next. Ricky and I have known each other through Canucks Twitter through about 10 years now. And he was a big supporter of all these goofy parody music videos I would do. And I keep saying that one day we're gonna have to do like a, a rap song or collab together. What do you think? You know, I know you don't I know you don't do uh, I know you're not doing videos right now, but it's been eight years in the making, as like like yes. you said. So it's gonna be good. I mean, uh I mean I'm I'm not really a great rapper I yeah. today, but we'll you make, know, something make something up. And that's know. producer Robert right there. That's who you're looking at there. Nice to meet you, Robert. How are you? <laughs> I hope you're I hope you're doing okay after that hockey game. I mean <laughs> You know, he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You're not even talking. Robert's it's just, so humble. It, it's just facial expressions. Yeah. Around, right? He doesn't want to take my. Yeah. He doesn't want to take my. No, Robert's so good. Okay, your impressions of this game, first and foremost. Yeah. Um. There's there's a lot of uh. This this felt like three different hockey games. Mm. Um. You know they they fell behind by two goals three times. Yeah. They came back twice. Um. A power play. You know, one for three. That's a power play that's been. You know, top ten the entire uh, the entire season so far. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, I I thought they had a couple of good looks on the other two that they didn't score on. But uh, that's that's a difference right there. You get one, maybe you get back in the game a little bit. And other than that, uh, you know that that's that's Winnipeg's game. They've been consistent all year. You know, they're uh, they had yeah. a disappointing season last year. Yeah. So this year they're uh, you know they're guns are blazing. Yeah. And the Canucks have fell victim to them three times now. Yes. Yeah. So and it's funny you talk about yeah. both Winnipeg and Vancouver were disappointing yeah. seasons last year. And it's funny to see how Winnipeg has taken off on the back of strong goaltending, obviously. Of course, and a, just a big, fast team that I've been talking about. Very physical. Yes. Uh, it's always been a tough matchup for Vancouver. Yeah. Um, historically, like, I, you know me, I like checking the historical facts of how they do in different arenas. It's not, it's, historically, it's not a good place for the Canucks since the Winnipeg Jets have come back in the league. I should have picked a different game for my meetup. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we'll win the next one. Okay. Uh, Ricky, one other question. Yeah. Uh, the Canucks, two games under 500. Yeah. A lot of teams to leap over. Yeah. What do you think they should do, and what do you want them to do for the second half of the season? Oh boy, that's, and, and you know we've been harping about this, you know, for the last month. Yeah. They're in that mushy middle, yeah, where they're not bad enough to to be in a spot where they have a chance at Bedard, yeah. and then they're 
further away from the playoffs. I think they're eight points out now, maybe seven. Uh, so you know, they got to get rid of a couple contracts. And I hate saying this because, you know, as a, I know you're a season ticket holder. I go to games as well. You want to go there to them win, but I, I think, I think the best course for them is to get rid of a couple contracts and uh, free up some cap space and, uh, so you know, hopefully they can re- re-sign Horvats yeah. and maybe get rid of a co- – I-, I know it's easier said than done, but maybe they can look into getting rid of a contract like Miller. Yeah. Uh, maybe a team like Columbus is a lot of cap space. Yeah. You know? So perfect a perfect storm would be get rid of a couple contracts, including maybe Miller, okay. re-sign Horvat, and get a really good draft pick all in one year. Yeah, you know, and going into the season, they said that this was going to be a disaster if they didn't make it. Yeah. Well, we can already say that it has been. Yeah. So they don't need to continue whatever's going on now. I think their best course of uh, action is to look ahead to the next year. As much as it pains me, we're not even at the midway mark. Are we at the midway mark now? No, we're not. But uh, tell you what, when I'm done in a few minutes, I'll come and you cry in your beer. I'll cry in my Pepsi and we'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. 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 Ricky, thanks, brother. Thank you. Nice meeting you, bud. (laughs) Thanks. It's awesome. People are saying hi to uh, producer Rob. Rob's actually not on the stream. He's behind the scenes. So it's if you guys are wondering why we're saying hi to a guy that you can't see. That's why. Okay, one more person I want to bring on. We're a very multicultural place here in Vancouver. Justin, you ready? Justin, Justin Credible is actually one of the biggest supporters of Game Over Vancouver and of my own channel. So I want to come on. Justin, firstly, thanks for being here as always. You never miss one of these things. Anytime. Always glad to be here and support the Canuck community. Awesome. Your thoughts on today's game? Today's game. It was a rough game for sure. I think just Winnipeg was up, I think, 10 to 4 in shots. And then we had the next 10 shots after that. A lot of character by the team in coming back multiple times. But then afterwards, Winnipeg just showed their skill. You know, their top line where the, was their top line. And that was the difference. You know, we just didn't have the star power or the goaltending to back it up. You know, today. you don't talk about the individuals at your table. What was the mood at your table? Did they think that we had a chance to win, or was it kind of like oh. it was a rough start? So there was a little bit of exasperation to start. Uh, Good word, exasperation. Yes. Um, but as the Canucks tied it, and we multiple times, we definitely felt that they were in it. Yeah. You know, we had we were one shot away from taking the lead. Yes. So it was a lot of excitement, but. In the end, it was just Winnipeg was just too good for us. And you may have heard me uh, say to Coach Rob, I rattled off all the game stats. Vancouver had the edge in every single game team stat. Ultimately, and at the very end of the night, yes, it did. Um, But I just think Winnipeg's top line was just too dominant today. Okay, now the loaded question. You are a card-carrying member of the GLCPC, the good-looking, obviously, Canucks (laughs) Positivity Club. Even for you. No, I, I, I shouldn't leave this. In your heart of hearts... What do you think the Canucks should do for the second half of the season? I am obviously always going to be on team playoffs. But at the end of the day, looking at how this season and the last few years have gone for the team, I think it's time that the Canucks need to find a clear direction. Uh, Ricky mentioned it earlier that we're a team that has been stuck for the last seven, eight years being in the middle of the pack. Not good enough to get, you know, the prime prospects in the draft. But at the same time, you know, the team is just so built on trying to squeak in and have it something happen, which might work for a year or two, but in the long run, that just doesn't sell long-term we're, success. Yeah, we're not moving forward. We're not moving forward. And all the teams in the rest of the league, look at Seattle, second year. Yeah. You know, they have a direction and they're ready 
I know how much Braga. you love it when an expansion team does really well. They leave Prague. Especially, don't get me started on Vegas. No, we won't because I, I have to end the show in about 10 exactly. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, though, um, team playoffs, but recognizing realistically. Yes. So that that's this... why I think they need to get rid of some bad contracts however they can and go for the draft. You know, this yes. year's draft is so deep. Uh, I would love to see Bedard in a Canucks jersey, but with the Canucks lottery luck from the last number of years, I don't think that's happening. But still, there's top 10, top 10 players that are going to be prime assets for the Canucks for years to come. But we definitely got to start heading in that direction. But I also know with this team, they might rattle off four of the next five wins and just stay in the middle. There you go. Well, win, lose, or draw, I know that you will be there cheering. Always. So, Justin, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for everything. Appreciate it. Nice to see you, everyone. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So that was a nice – actually, I'm going to do this real quick. Hopefully, producer Rob doesn't mind. I'm going to just show you guys. So we had this all full here. There's my family. Family wave. Okay. There we are. Yeah. And then we had this all full as well. There's still some people here, even if they didn't want to be on camera. And then we were watching on the big screen. And then I am kind of settled off to the side here, wrapping it all up. So what I'd like to do, and especially Coach Coach Robert, give me a nod if you're okay for the last five or ten minutes, me jumping into the chat to end off the show today. That's cool. Let, perfect. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Lucas Gates, um, also one of the legends around here, says Justin, uh, no, Lucas could not be here because he was at the Canucks staff party um, skating around on Rogers Arena. Robert says, <laughs> behind the scenes, you don't see Clay is staring at me as my lead jersey. Hey, yeah, it's funny. I didn't tell any of my guests who exactly was going to uh, the, uh, Robert's allegiances, but um, we know that Robert is doing things from back east. Uh, taking care of business. Fangirl, a very loyal uh, viewer here too, says, what was your favorite part of the meetup? Great question, Fangirl. I love these meetup uh, specific questions. Truly, it was meeting people. It was seeing people that I've met before. It was meeting people for the first time. And it's, you know, whatever your views are on anything, the fact that we have at least one common common thread, and that's our love for this hockey team. You might even have a different opinion of which way they should go for the next few months. But one thing we were doing is we were booing every time Winnipeg scored, and we were cheering every time the Canucks scored and unfortunately we booed three more times than we cheered tonight but that was the beautiful thing about being with this group of people is yeah someone like coach rob doing a, a four-hour commute to get here to someone who just decided on a whim to come watch the third period doesn't matter we had drinks we had food we did some giveaways we we're doing this show and it was a chance we even have my friend john who showed up after the game just because he wanted to hang out with people Shout out to you, John. Yeah, as he eats his chicken wings. That's awesome. So uh, the, the best thing about the Meetup Fangirl was indeed meeting people. The Canucks game, the giveaways, that's all great. But that's secondary. Building community, as you know, is the one thing that I want to do for sure. Coach Rob, who's actually somehow messaging from five feet away from me, saying the time went so fast. It was a very, very quick afternoon. Shannon says, I hope to come to the next Meetup and get to my first Canucks game. Well, Shannon... I'm going to work with you on your schedule and see if we can make it happen. And Lucas, yes, we want you at the next one as well. Let's see. Anyone else got any questions about the actual game? Dravakian says the Canucks need to move Miller and sign Bull. 
That sounds easier. Uh, it's easier said than done for sure. A lot of people don't know that Miller's no trade, no movement clause, though, does not kick in until July 1st or whenever the, the next season starts. So technically, if the Canucks found a buyer, they could move JT Miller. That opens up $8 million for the next seven seasons. And maybe you can sign Bo or you can sign Kuzmenko or whatever it may be. But like I said, easier said than done. We know that we'd be selling very low. And that doesn't look good to other free agents too or other players when you're signing someone to a seven-year contract. And then even before that contract kicks in, uh, thanks, man, but uh, we actually think we made a mistake. Uh, so I wouldn't put it be, you know, past Rutherford and Alvin to try and make that move, especially as Horvat continues to produce. But um, like I said, I think that's uh, that's easier said than done for sure. Let's go for about three or four minutes here. David says, whether the Canucks get or don't get to draft Bedard, perhaps a top 10 draft pick will begin helping the Canucks. That, yeah, that's a fair point, David. I know you're on here a, a lot as well. Thank you. The Canucks simply, when it comes to lottery luck, have had none. And even their draft picks, some really good ones in PD and Hughes, some like Pod Colson, we're still trying to figure out some bust. So I think uh, drafting is always a crapshoot. But they're like lottery tickets. The more draft picks you have, especially the higher draft picks you have, the better chance you have of succeeding. Jay says, would love to come to a meetup, but getting out with no vehicle is rather difficult. I hear you. I hear you. And uh, some people have the wherewithal to get to places like this and others don't. But I appreciate that. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, with the oh, Justin, despite the loss, I'm glad to be supporting Clay in the community. And also, CSA didn't let... Okay, okay I'll, let, I'll let you guys figure out your uh, CSA uh, discussion at another time. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, well, I'll take two more minutes of questions, either about the game or about the the meetup itself. And then... Let's see. Oh, yeah, here's a great question from Shannon. And actually, and I'd love to talk about this for, about, uh, for a minute. I'm just wondering why Dealey went out and Martin came in. So, Shannon, I think you're asking about the actual game itself. Yeah, sometimes you pull a goalie, Shannon, when you think either the goalie's not playing well or the team's not playing well or just for a spark. I think, Shannon, the fact that Delia in 13 shots only made nine saves on that four in, even even if the goal it's not the goaltender's fault, sometimes you make that change just to change momentum. And then you think... Actually, it's okay to put Martin in because the Canucks don't play again for another couple. It'd be different if the Canucks were playing tomorrow, then you're not sure if you you change the goalie. But if there's a couple day gap, then you're okay doing that. Actually, Bruce Boudreau does not like to pull goalies. He likes to let the first goalie stay in, stick it out, work through things. But the fact that he made that change told me he still thought this was a winnable game, and that's why that's why he made the switch from Delia to Martin. Great question, Lucas says. Just defense just went super sonic day. Defense over offense. Yes. Great point, Lucas. And they do say that defense breeds offense or defense wins championships. Okay, we'll do the last question here from Darren Clay. On a scale of 1 to 10, my frustration level is at 10. They need to work harder to keep the bloody puck out of the net. I'm on the team playoff side, though. Never give up trying. So, Darren, you kind of <laughs> you kind of have uh, uh, both uh, kind of personalities in there. I'm like that, too. I see games where I know the Canucks to be better and I get frustrated. I see guys getting turnstile, two-on-ones, bad reads. I get all that. And then I see other ones where I just think the Canucks are simply not good enough to compete this year. So, Darren, 
I understand your frustration. Um, I think you speak for a lot of Canucks fans, but at the same time, yeah, I cannot tell anyone to cheer for them to make playoffs. I cannot tell anyone to cheer for them to get the highest draft rate possible. Uh, but I, I do know that you, like anyone else, should support the team however you want to. And that might not obviously stick with everyone else, but at least you are still supporting the team in the way that you know how. Friends, thank you for joining me tonight. Producer Rob, thanks for all your good work behind the scenes. So as we wrap up here, a couple reminders. Subscribe to SDPN right here on YouTube. Like the video on your way out. If you're listening to a podcast platform, rate and review. And you're also welcome to follow me, also Canuck Clay, here on YouTube and on Twitter. I'll actually have a show tonight at 10.30 p.m. If you want to join me, 10.30 Pacific. So if you're across the country, it might be a bit of a late night, but that's what I do. And I'll be talking more about the meetup I'll be talking more about tonight's game, today's game, and I'll be kind of projecting to what the Canucks week looks like ahead. So once again, thanks for joining. I hope you guys have a really great weekend, a really good week. And I will, next game is on, is it on Tuesday, Justin? The Canucks, they're playing in in Pittsburgh. So I think it's, I, I think it's Sam that's got game over Vancouver, but whether it's Sam or Kaya, make sure you tune in. An early game, not as early as this one, but an early game on Tuesday, Vancouver in Pittsburgh, and we'll see what happens. So as always, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, stay safe, and go Canucks go. Have a great day, everybody. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.